We were just kind of swimming around being like, oh my God, it's Borat. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Single Sounds. My name is Katie Mack, and I am the host and creator of this dating podcast that is on a mission to create a new dating method in our huge and busy city of London. It is hard to get your actual personality across on a dating app, so why not show people the more authentic you via podcast? To date today's character or become one yourself, message the podcast on Instagram at Single Sounds. This character is looking for a fun and chilled out date who has left-wing and liberal political views. She is used to spotting celebrities at her local outdoor pool and is a big believer in the benefits of cold water swimming. You definitely want her on your team for pub quizzes, which is beautifully demonstrated by her wide variety of topics we cover on her episode, from mosquitoes to pedestrian crossings to sriracha mayo. (laughs) However, you probably don't want her on your team for the egg and spoon race if you want to win. Okay, hi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. (laughs) Happy you are here. So let's dive into your profile, who, what, where. So who are you sexually attracted to? Men. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just the one. And what are you looking for? So I guess I'm looking for like certain characteristics and people to date. So someone who's really fun, chilled out. And then also really important that I like kind of surround myself and have friends with people who have the same values to me. So quite left-wing and liberal so that vibe yeah (laughs) and then in terms of age I'm 25 so I'd say like 24 to kind of late 20s okay any (laughs) height preferences people like Um, to add that in I'm 5'3 so quite short anyway yeah so I guess like my height or tall I'm I'm not too fussed about height though fair (laughs) nice and how about where uh so I live in north London so London area is fine ideally on the northern line but <laughs> <laughs> I had a few that are ideally on the northern yeah. line <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> it's a popular one yeah so what are your two truths and a lie okay so I have been swimming in a pond with Sasha Baron Cohen nice I uh, my first concert was a Jonas Brothers concert <laughs> and I won the egg and spoon race at sports day in year three okay nice <laughs> that was was that Hampstead Heath with Sasha yes uh, yeah I already knew that one. Oh, really? That, yeah. <laughs> Heard before that. Yeah. Some three times. Three times? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, must be a regular. I think I've heard it from two different people. So oh, I feel yeah. like, yeah, always that. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Have you ever spoke to him? No. Too no. scared. <laughs> didn't want to say. <laughs> I don't we know. We were just kind of swimming around being like, oh my God, it's Borat. But yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Also, if you're in your swimmers like that, it's quite yeah. awkward, isn't it? Yeah, and it's quite, we go quite early in the morning as well, which is a slot. What, how early is early? It's like 7.30. Oh, fine, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I've got two more. Yeah. Egg and Spoon Race, why not? But then the second one, Jonas Brothers, that's a classic first concert. (laughs) So I'm really struggling. I'm going to go, it wasn't the Jonas Brothers. That's the lie. No, that was the truth. That is the truth. So we actually lost the Egg and Spoon Race because... (laughs) So, like, the day before sports day, our teacher was showing us, like, what to do if you drop your egg. And she was like, you can't pick it up. It was a fake egg. Right. You have to, like, kind of use your spoon to, like, kind of bob it off the ground back into your spoon. So that's what I thought we had to do on the day. And I did the first leg. And then my friend James was doing the second leg. 
and I dropped my egg and everyone else who dropped their egg just picked it up with their hand. Oh no. I was trying to follow the rules. <laughs> and then I looked up at James, who looked really disappointed at me, and my mum was like, just pick it up. <laughs> and we came last. Oh, sad. No. <laughs> that is really sad. And then I got one of those like kind of crappy stickers for like taking part. Oh, bless you. So Jonas Brothers, are you a big fan? I just like, my friend was going and she invited me. So I went and it was really, really fun. I was like very excited. I like the songs they did when they got back together mm. a few years ago. It was quite fun, but not a huge super fan. Not a huge fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Let me know your worst dating story. Or every time I think about this story, I just like cringe. <laughs> All the memories come back. Yeah. It was actually around here as well so when I got off at the station I was like oh no oh really <laughs> you brought, a, brought it all flooding back yeah so it was about the beginning of the summer my friend invited me to her housewarming and I went and I knew her really well but not really the other people that were there so it's mm. kind of like you know had a few drinks had a good time I was chatting to this guy for maybe 10 minutes didn't remember much of the conversation but then before he left he came back and asked my number I was like yeah sure whatever everything seemed fine like messaging was cool and then you know, when you're actually on the date, you just kind of very early on think, mm, this isn't a vibe, but kind of have to keep going a little have bit. Have to keep going. And like it was before the end of the first drink, and I was like, oh no. But um, and I was kind of trying to wind it down and be like, when he asked to get a second, I was like, I'll just get a half pint. And he said, okay, I'm just going to get a pint for myself. I was like, okay, not taking the, the hint. hint. But no. then it just got weirder. And he was kind of like asking me for dating advice. So first he, was, oh. <laughs> first he was like, so what's your dating history like? And I was like, oh, a bit much for a first date. But then he was like, oh, I haven't really been in a long-term relationship. Do you think girls will find that unattractive? And I was like, I don't know. Why are you asking me this? Yeah. And then he said, he was like, yeah, the longest we made it was eight months, but it never became exclusive. Is that a red flag? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. Um, it's almost like he was trying to tell you his like life yeah or like history and wanted you to know it but then phrased it in a way that it was like asking you questions so it was I don't know it's so weird and then he like asked me what I was like getting up to in the evenings and stuff and it was really really nice weather so I was like spending a lot of time outdoors and I feel like on a date you kind of just want to project like nice things about yourself yeah and he was like oh I'm just more of like tv takeaway kind of person I was like same me too but I'm on a first date yeah <laughs> you can lie <laughs> and then or like say that but then add on to it like what's your favorite tv show yeah. or I don't know your favorite takeaway like you can still make it fun yeah. right yeah yeah and then as you we were leaving he was like I'm really really up for doing this again and I was like oh, um, <laughs> I was actually going away the following week but it was just for a week and I said oh I'm going away soon he was like yeah it's just for a week and I was like yeah I'll let you know tomorrow so then I sent him a message. I was like, it was really nice meeting you. It was nice to see you, but I didn't really see this going any further. Mm. And then I got this paragraph back. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, despite what I said yesterday, I don't think it was very romantic at all. We really don't click, like blah, 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 blah. Don't want to see you again. <laughs> oh, so he, he decided he wanted the final say. Yeah, yeah. It was just like very awkward, very weird. So at the birthday, yeah, you got on well. I think so. I mean... I had quite a bit to drink <laughs> because I knew the friend very well and like a few other people there from uni, but it was like the first house party I'd been to in a while. So I was just like, yeah, whatever, have fun. But yeah, I mean, we didn't chat for that long, but when he came and asked my number, I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't think I was giving off a good, good vibe. vibe. Yeah. 
I guess it is quite rare now that people come up and yeah, that's why I was excited as yeah. well because it was a natural meeting. But no, no, <laughs> but it was still weird. Yeah, because it just sounds like a bad app date. To be it honest. does like yeah. it doesn't sound like someone you'd meet in person. No, because you'd at least think you had loads of common ground with how you knew the friend. Yeah, as a minimum. Yeah, he was actually very plus. So he was like someone's plus oh, one. Oh, plus one. Yeah. Okay. Less. Less good. Less good. <laughs> connection. Okay, and what is your TED Talk topic? Okay, so following on from Sash Brown Cohen's story. Oh, yeah. I've got really into like cold water swimming as it oh, started nice. in May. And it's like really helped with migraines, which I used to have, which are really bad. And like kind of general anxiety. And I feel like there are a lot of TED Talks about cold water swimming, but I don't know if it's something that's really kind of coming through for our generation yet mm. especially for mental health and I think that like there's some of such a push in our society towards like modern medicine and technology but maybe we're not we're kind of forgetting about some of the nature-based solutions to a lot of problems so I'd yeah. probably want to give a TED talk about yeah cold water swimming yeah the migraines is crazy yeah so it's amazing have you just not had one I've just not had one since and I started reading a book about it by an anesthetist and he's got like different chapters on different health conditions and how cold water swimming has helped people and one of them is migraines really wow. cool yeah because those are awful if you suffer with them yeah I've like... actually I'm so lucky I've never had one oh. but I do have friends that get them all the time so maybe they just need a dip just, just a dunk <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it say in the book like how long you need to swim for in the cold water yeah or... they say like don't do more than 15 minutes why wow, okay. you kind of like so you literally could like dip in dip yeah out, yeah and, and you... I think also like one of the big things is like doing it somewhere kind of like where there's a lot of nature or sea swimming Mm. That's, yeah yeah but they do say that cold showers do help as well but it's the kind of full immersion and for a long time yeah that's what's better which is why a dunk is way to go the way to go <laughs> and head under as well you can but i wouldn't put my head under in the, in the pond <laughs> in the pond yeah, yeah. Fair enough. More like ducks chilling next to you like cute but no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Sasha Baron Cohen keeps head up. Does yeah. yeah. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> You're just watching him, aren't you, the whole time? <laughs> Trying to get the same slot every week. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. I do you think he goes early to avoid like all the crowds? Probably, and then well. there's just a bunch of us. Yeah. But maybe he likes that. Maybe he likes the familiarity yeah. of like at least he sees the same people and, <laughs> and you are obviously not going up to him. So maybe he feels comfortable with yeah. that group of people yeah, that don't invade his privacy. Hopefully no one picks up on it. From yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe never go up to him. Otherwise you won't see him. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. So what, well, actually, I think I maybe already know the answer, the best, the best spot in London to go cold water swimming and see celebrities, but <laughs> what would another best spot in London be? I know the best spot in London for cinnamon buns. Okay. Yeah. And like cardamom and fudge and cinnamon buns. Oh, I love cardamom buns. Yeah. Really yum. It actually kind of, it's in the same area as the pond, so you can do a swim. <laughs> and then go get your cinnamon bun. Yeah, it's really, really yummy. It's a bakery near Hampstead Heath Overground. Oh, nice. And they just do like amazing baked stuff. And they're like really, really massive cinnamon buns. <laughs> so feeling generous, you could share. But not recommended. <laughs> What's the bakery called? It's called Karma Bread Bakehouse. So do you go regularly after your swim? Sometimes it'll treat swim. Host, swim, treat, treat. <laughs> I feel like you deserve it if you got up that early, got yeah. in freezing cold water. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty good. And what is your moan of the moment? So I think I've noticed this quite a lot 
over the summer where there are kind of lots of tourists and lots of people about and sometimes you'll be at a pedestrian crossing in a rush you just kind of join everyone at the crossing mm-hmm. think that someone's pressed the button oh. and then you know some time pass and no one's crossing the road and then you realize no one's pressed the button <laughs> and then you kind of awkwardly have to like go through the crowd to press it and then just look like a bit of a dick in the process well. <laughs> i hate that i think most people assume nowadays like they're automated yeah. almost that the lights will just go because some of them are to be fair like they just give the pedestrians like a time cycle yeah whereas a lot of them in like urban bits you actually do have to press otherwise yeah they're automated like one on caledonian road that's a presser like if you don't press it it's never stopping because it's literally just for the crossing so yeah like, I've, I've been at that one a few times <laughs> and like everyone's looking around like someone press <laughs> Also, I think in Europe, a lot of them are automated. So mm. when people, like, I think tourists come and they're like, oh. You have to press the button. Yeah. But also, if it is on a cycle, you just look really pedantic going over to exactly. press the button. I feel like this never looks good if you're the one pressing the button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where, what is the solution? Just always beeline for the button, even if it's been pressed. <laughs> Maybe like ask someone else. Ooh, Can, no, that's talking not to good. strangers no. is not... <laughs> Not a London trait. Not a London trait. I don't know. Just Mm. always assume that the button is not pressed. Yeah, and then you can like awkwardly kind of pretend to not be pressing it, just kind of lean. Yeah. And then if nothing happens, then you know it's automated. Yeah, well nowadays you should be able to see the light if it says wait, but sometimes the light is either broken or it's like really dim. Mm. If it's like bright daylight, it's really hard to see. Yeah, I don't know what the solution is. And final question, what is your meal of choice? Okay, so I really do like going out for food, trying lots of different cuisines and also cooking like fancy things. Okay. I feel like my ideal meal is just get all your friends around, watch the final of a TV show you're not too invested in. Like Mm. if you haven't been up to date with The Apprentice, maybe Apprentice final, Love Island final. And then for food, it would be very casual cooking. So like cheese toasties, kind of raid the freezer section of a supermarket, chicken dippers. Oh yeah, I love that. Chicken nugs. Yeah. Some like veggie stuff. Stuff you can just shove in the oven. Yeah. I love that. That kind of stuff. And then a sriracha mayo dip. (laughs) That's just my ideal. That's the dream. I couldn't do that by myself. It would only be fun with friends. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) By yourself is a bit sad. Yeah. You feel a bit depressed maybe (laughs) putting in the spring rolls. Like, oh. (laughs) I am. There was one I used to get all the time for myself though, actually. Mm -hmm. It was was called Indian Snack Selection from like Tesco. Yeah. And it was just like samosas, um, onion bhajis, I think. Can't think what else. Just like loads of unhealthy food, basically. And if I if I really wanted like a comfort takeaway, but I didn't want to spend the money. Yeah. You know, it's difficult when you're on your own, right? Yeah. You can't order takeaway for one. Well, no. you can, but you normally end up spending twenty quid, and you're like, this would have been the same if I'd split it with someone because they have like minimum order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was my from Tesco Indian snacks oh, collection, which is that. similar sort of meal. Yeah, as my <laughs> comfort takeaway for one. <laughs> Cheese toasties is a random one. Oh, yeah, I know, you really love them. With sriracha mayo on the top, like, you make the cheese toasty. Right. Take it out and then spread sriracha mayo on the top of the toasty. Oh, so it's kind of like you've buttered it. Yeah, so before you <laughs> butter the bread, so then it goes yeah. all crispy and then afterwards sriracha mayo on top. <laughs> really good. And it's if you, random, pair it with an innocent smoothie, it's quite nice. Like Ooh, What flavour of innocent smoothie? The, like, tropical one or the mango passion fruit. Yeah, that's my mango's favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Good tips. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Can't say I've ever had sriracha mayo with a cheese tasty. Oh, really good. Yeah. Mm. I'll try it. 
best erect time. Okay. Are you nervous? Yes. <laughs> I don't think this one's a surprise, but I think you'll expect this person. Here are five things you need to know about my amazing friend before you decide to date her. One, she loves mosquitoes, like weird level niche knowledge of mosquitoes. We can let her off because she studies diseases spread by them, but if you whip out a high caliber mosquito joke, you're sure to win her over. Two, she's very dedicated to and passionate about her work, and she'd like to date someone who can say the same about theirs. I've never known someone with a work ethic like it, so quite frankly, be prepared to be the less smart one in the relationship. Three, you will need to compete with Sasha Baron Cohen. This woman claims she goes to Hampstead Heath Ponds every day for the benefits of swimming, but the amount of time she's seen him there, I actually think they're in a secret relationship already. Four, this gal is always learning. Whether she's taken herself to a pottery class, at a pub quiz, or having an in-depth WhatsApp chat about some sort of important social issue, she soaks up knowledge like a little sponge. So hope you have some fun facts to wow her with. And five, on a serious note, my friend is a very sensitive soul and so empathetic. You will always be listened to and cared about, but expect to be the same for her in return. My friend likes to talk through things and will remember the smallest details about things you say because she's just so thoughtful. Anyone would be the luckiest ever to date this lady. So what are you waiting for? It's the cutest. Thing. <laughs> I thought it was so nice. <laughs> she got in um, your Hampstead Heath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> also, I have to ask, do you know any mosquito jokes? Is that is that something that is the thing? People ask me for mosquito jokes and I feel a bit lame. I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I work on diseases transmitted by mosquitoes and sort of modelling how you can optimise control strategies in different oh, cool. parts of the world. So yeah, that's so my PhD is on. Sounds very useful, <laughs> to be honest. I think a lot of people value that research. Do you get bitten by mosquitoes so I think this is how I initially became interested in it so when we would go on holiday to places where there were mosquitoes my mum wouldn't get bitten mm. but I would a lot and it's to do with like your smell yeah and like the mosquitoes like certain aromas mm. <laughs> and uh yeah I have it apparently <laughs> yeah me too because I actually looked it up have you can tell me if I'm wrong I google searched it but I'm type o blood and apparently they like that more than type A. So my family, a lot of them are type A. And supposedly, according to the internet, tell me if I'm wrong, <laughs> that apparently if you're with a, uh, someone who has type A blood and an O blood, they'll actually like avoid the A and go to the O. Oh, wow. I actually didn't know that. Really? This doesn't surprise me. <laughs> this, I mean... Add it to my list of facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that is cool, though, it's quite cute. So because everyone... Um, so you first have this distinct smell that mosquitoes recognise. Then also, if you're infected with malaria, you smell differently. So the mosquitoes are more likely to bite you if you have malaria, so they can pass it on oh. to someone else. So they've trained dogs to pick up the smell of malaria and wow. have these really cute, like Labradors, which they're going to sort of use in airports to detect people importing malaria, and they're like training them to do it for COVID. That's really cool. Yeah. That was amazing. Uh, so it would just stop the spread. <laughs> Imagine if you got told you can't get on the plane because you've got malaria. I know, by a cute Labrador. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd kind of not believe it. I think I'd be like, no, you're lying. <laughs> Labradors don't lie. No. <laughs> That's what the answer would be like, the dog doesn't lie. <laughs> That's really funny. 
Oh, yeah, really cool PhD though. I like it. I would love if you could figure out... The bracelets do kind of work for me. And I think that's because they change your smell. Yeah. I think that's how they work. Because the DEET stuff, unless it's like way over 50%, it doesn't really... You have to use quite a high concentration yeah. of DEET. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just went to Ecuador not that long ago. And they, I was in the Amazon rainforest. Ooh. And they were like, don't worry, it's not mosquito season. So you don't need anything. Um, So I, I literally put on like 20% DEET, I thought, just for, you know, like coverage. Yeah. They literally bit through my clothes. No. And then I had to like take a day out of the holiday because I was so badly bitten. Like my legs were just ballooned and it was horrific. But I always get really badly bitten. I always look like I have chicken pox. <laughs> so I was just so annoyed that they told me that there wasn't any, or like it wasn't the time for yeah. mosquitoes because I was like, if they're around, like I get bitten here in the UK, let alone like for the bloody Amazon rainforest. <laughs> That sucks. I went to a conference a few months ago and um, this research group was showing this new product that they designed. It's not very sexy, but it's basically a backpack with this kind of fan that sprays repellent oh. and you carry it on your back and walk around and you're protected. It's does, not a good look though. Yeah, does that annoy everyone else that they're being like constantly <laughs> well, I do Because I think they might get the mosquitoes that you're kind of like <laughs> yeah. fanning off. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone needs a backpack. <laughs> Oh, that's ridiculous. I see, yeah. So you're, it says that the air currents as well. Yeah, but actually if the concentration's right and the mosquitoes are susceptible, the insecticide should kill them. Oh, they should die. Basically they die. Yeah. Well, actually this is going really far into the topic of mosquitoes, (laughs) but we had um, a question at work, you know, one of those silly like icebreaker questions for our team meeting. And it was what species if you could choose any species to be extinct, what would you choose? Mm-hmm. Um, and lots of people obviously said mosquitoes, me being one of them as well, because they are horrible. But if you actually kill all the mosquitoes, there'll be like massive implications apparently on yeah. the ecosystem. And So you can't. <laughs> and I feel like they're, right now, that is something that's being researched a lot because no one is really clear on the implications of wiping out a whole mosquito species. Yeah. yeah. The whole, um, because that was what someone else said. There's like thousands of different types or species of mosquito. Mosquito, Yeah. So it's so complicated. (laughs) And I was like, damn it, can't just wipe them out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I like how she said you do pub quizzes. Yes. Do you do them often? Yeah, we do have a fairly regular pub quiz near where we live. Um, It's good fun. We've come like second and third a few times. Oh, that's so good. Still waiting for first place. Oh, It'll happen. You do much better than me and my friends. We <laughs> Well, we have a star player. And when ah. the star player is there, we do very well. And we recently learned that when star player is not there, <laughs> it's less good. Mostly because we just get distracted and chat. Yeah. But he's really good at like bringing the conversation back to the quiz. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, you can get quite distracted in them. We, I go sometimes with my school friends and we are so bad, but we always aim for the, you know, there's normally a prize for second to yes. last. That's great. So get we a just- a bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah, a bottle of wine. It's so good. At the quiz I do, that prize doesn't exist. That's very bad. sad. And the bottle of wine is for second place. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I think it's so much more fun when they do yeah. second last because it keeps the whole, like- everyone interested because you can win like either spectrum i don't know yeah i really like it <laughs> we came third last last time we played and we were oh, really nice. gutted <laughs> oh, but you, there's no, no yeah, prize first third yeah oh. <laughs> you want to be second last that's like the sweet spot <laughs>
final section. This or that. Okay. So you're going to give you two options. Just go with whatever you fancy. Mm-hmm. Are you good at being decisive? No. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Would you rather have to eat five meals a day and always be a bit too full or only eat two meals a day and always feel a bit hungry? Five meals a day and always be a bit too full. A bit too full. I would pick that. Just I because, struggle being hungry. Yeah, I'm grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> and a bit too full. Go for a swim. Yeah. <laughs> Go for a swim. <laughs> nice. Sweating or shivering? Or shivering, because I just hate sweating. I'm actually not sure what I'd go for. I really don't like being cold because then I get hungry and grumpy. But can't you, are you allowed to layer up? Yeah, I guess it's easier to fix. Yeah. That's true. Sweating is really difficult. It's shower, I guess. Yeah. Also swim. Also swim. <laughs> Everything's solved by swimming. <laughs> With Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Then you'd probably be shivering because it's cold. <laughs> be unable to see for a month. Or not be able to use your phone for a year. Unable to use my phone for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Not seeing for a month would be pretty impossible. Yeah. I don't even know what I'd do. No. Couldn't do anything. <laughs> I feel like I could get used to not being on my phone. Like sometimes I have like no phone days or like yeah, I do no too. phone sets of days. Yeah. A year is a long time. But it is a long time. But you're you're right, you'd get used to it, I think. Yeah. You could probably work around it. Like you can still use your laptop. Yeah. Send letters. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> we did that in lockdown. Did you? Yeah, you sent letters? Yeah, letters to each other. It was cute. Sometimes with some chocolates in the... Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just your friends? Yeah. Oh, I love that. No one did that with me. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I think one person suggested it and I was like, no. <laughs> so it's probably my own fault. Be able to fly anywhere you want or stop time whenever you want. Stop time whenever I want. Yeah? Yeah. That was quick. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Sometimes I just feel like it would be a bit more useful to have a bit more time to do things. I agree. I'm time short a lot more than I am location. Yeah. Or, short. <laughs> I don't know. I find it's like when you get into like a conversation, like quite maybe some quite an intense conversation, or you're discussing something and you just need some time to like formulate your thoughts. Toffee or caramel? Ooh, caramel. <laughs> That's actually really hard. It is hard. But I think caramel. I'm caramel, for sure. Mm. Like, in chocolate, I'd always go caramel. Yeah. Okay, last one. Have a perfect memory of your past or be able to see some elements of your future? See some elements of my future. Yeah. I, it's something that I'm just, like, so curious about. And because it's, like, not something that's set in stone. I feel like most decisions that we make change our future in some way. Yeah. But it'd be kind of nice to know what the kind of goal is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would worry that I'd like then change what I was meant to do to like fit it when actually like you might just stumble into it. Mm. I don't know. Like I can imagine if I saw who I was meant to be with for definite and then it wasn't who you were with or and then or you didn't know them or you did know them and then you'd like try and move everything to like fit that and that might have just been like not actually quite right. I don't know. Yeah, no, that is true. Or then you lose the person because like <laughs> you ruined it because you moved too fast or like it didn't happen in the way it was supposed to. I don't know. But there are some things I feel like we can forget about from yeah. the past. Like my bad date. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's true. Like a perfect memory of all the bad things. I didn't really think of that. Mm. That isn't great. No. Because I was thinking it'd be great because I could remember everything and I'd feel like really knowledgeable 
Yeah, I know that, that would be good too. Because would it be like having a photographic memory? That yeah. would be really great. I don't get people who have them. No. Do you have a photographic I, memory? I don't think so. Not properly. But like if I can look at something enough, I can get like the layout yeah. or something. When I used to revise, I would be able to picture like roughly what page it was on. Yeah, exactly. Or of my notes or like roughly what it looked like. But I couldn't see like a 2D image in perfect clarity of what everything said. Yeah. I remember getting in some YouTube hole and there was a video of this guy who flew over Rome on a helicopter. He'd never been there before. And then he did this like massive drawing of the whole of Rome. Oh, wow. Yeah, so clearly that's... I, don't, I, I wouldn't have that. I'd be able to do a little, maybe river, little road. <laughs> Done. Nice Maybe map. some trees. <laughs> yeah. Probably wouldn't even be able to get like at the shape of a river or something. <laughs> awesome okay that concludes the podcast thank you do you have any final words no but thanks for having me welcome if you think you would have a great time on a date with this character message the instagram at single sounds the link is in the show notes thanks for listening have a great week and i'll see you next tuesday bye